0: This Watch Out for Fireballs Extra Show is brought to you by Tim Anderson. Thank you, Tim. You donated to our Patreon campaign. Thank you, Tim. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's because of people like you that we can afford to do live shows and uh, buy new equipment and not have the show cost us money, mm-hmm. um, you know. And it's also just a concrete uh, expression of appreciation. Mm-hmm. And we really, you know, we're endlessly grateful. For that. Yes.
1: So if you want to be like Tim, you can go to patreon.com slash TV, pick a tier that works best for you. It is a monthly donation and you can start and stop at any time and uh, check out the rewards, um, which we feel are worthwhile and fun.
0: Mm-hmm. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a retro video games podcast.
1: And this week we are reading your responses to God Hand. And boy, howdy, you guys came out in
0: force. And boy, howdy, Ian. am I saying boy, howdy too much? And you want the arm. <laughs> um, and who doesn't want the arm? Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, so I'll get started off here with Ian uh, by contact. And he says, Whenever Godhand is mentioned within my earshot, I will inevitably dust off my copy and dive back into this fucked up BSDM brawler. Every time, no matter how ugly the levels are, how vapid the plot is, or how terribly repetitive the music gets, I always have a fantastic time. This game is a shining example of the power of solid gameplay. While the visuals become increasingly dated, the core behind it remains irresistibly fun. You chain combos, abuse the dodge function, and send enemies flying across the screen. This was my first real exposure to something that could be uh, totally chalked up to LOL Japan. I think they just signed off on every enemy design and didn't bother to see if it would be considered offensive in any way. Don't get me wrong, I love how oblivious it is, but Mr. Gold and Mr. Silver are almost, almost too much. I do, however, love that Mr. Silver is immune to the ball buster. (laughs) It's just a great little touch. Political correctness be damned. Gene also spanks a lot of women. That he does. That he sure does. Yeah.
1: Uh, something we didn't bring up a lot in the episode, but might bear mentioning for a certain contingent of the audience. This game isn't very well polished in a ways outside of what matters. Yeah. Like in terms of you know clipping and, you know, just a little bit of like navigational, like, yeah, the, the geometry pops in and out. Sometimes it's, you know, difficult to difficult to see. Like I, I feel like I can look past that, but it is something that might get in the way for a lot of people.
0: Yeah, I we, we've we've talked it, like go back to any Fallout episode that we've done like, and I, just my opinion on that stuff. Like, I I almost never notice that stuff anymore, and like, mm-hmm. I just think it's sad that that those kind of things are barriers for people. Yeah, I don't mean to say that in a judgy way, mm-hmm. but it is just kind of like, ah, you know, you're if you, if that is a, a real principle issue for you as a gamer. I know I'm not saying that it is, uh, it is for Ian here. Um, obviously it's not, but if it is, like, I think that you're missing out on a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah. So God hand is a great example of how actual solid play and what, you know, like I said, what matters uh, can, can kind of like see through that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yep, Cool. I know things way more important than polish Mm -hmm. gamers. Yeah.
1: Alan writes in via contact. I was expecting that God hand being anime as hell would have queered your enjoyment of the game. Was that ever the case? Also, what moves and combos did you go with throughout the game?
0: Uh, no, nope. Like the, the anime as hellness. I, I talked it up more to, Again, like killer seven weirdness than anime-ness. Yeah. Um, even though I guess like, you know, somebody getting an enchanted arm and punching people into space is like very Dragon Ball y. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just didn't it just seemed too too weird and offbeat. Yeah. For me. And like I, you know, certain anime things, like if they're not the bad things about anime, I'm pretty into <laughs> them. Yeah. And
1: I'm not really concerned about being seen as a hypocrite about this. Like Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it is anime. It just happened to, it just happened to be that I enjoyed it in this instance.
0: Yeah, if you don't listen to Abject Suffering, there's a, a dull half-hour treatise on our thoughts on anime. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, on the, there the, in that the middle fist, of that comedy show. The, in fist, the fist of the, of the North. North <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if you want to hear us talk more about, examine more about what we do or do not like about anime, <laughs> um, we, we took that as a soapbox um, for that. But yeah, it did, did not bother me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, move-wise, um, I, it's hard for me to remember the exact, uh, you know, names and combos of things. I would just usually try to find... For my combo list, I needed something quick and powerful initially, mostly because quick, because I could sometimes stun people, you know, with those first hits. And also, I wanted powerful so I would get them before they started blocking and kind of doing defensive things. Mm-hmm. And then ended with more kind of kicks and, and things and tried to end with a launcher if I could. Yeah. On the rare case, I get off my entire combo. Yeah. And then I could uh, get some time to breathe afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I, uh, I I varied it up a little bit, and for a good portion of the game, I actually led with a high like uh, like roundhouse kick. Mm. um that had you know it it wasn't quite a launcher or or, or something like that but it did have kind of a sweep to it so it was like an opening bout of crowd control in that it would knock the it would knock everybody back a little bit so i could get in a little bit closer for the rest of the combo Mm. yeah so i forget the name of that kick because a lot of the names are just kind of generic martial arts kind of of things but um
0: yeah yeah,
1: that that, that was uh that, that that was pretty effective until it wasn't
0: Yeah, and and reading about it online and stuff, there are, like, moves and cool advanced tactics that I know I didn't even get into. I think they're probably more uh, necessary if you're playing on harder difficulty. Mm -hmm. So, like, things like the granny slap thing or what have you is supposed to actually be pretty good if if you can fit it into a combo in a good way. Um, But I just never did that.
1: Yeah. Um, The built-in attacks that you have as well are – I ended up using those a lot after I discovered their existence. Like, the sweet Mm -hmm. kicks and stuff, those are really good for uh, crowd control.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Are you when you say built-in attacks and this is going to seem silly if if what I'm suspecting is true that I didn't say in the main episode are you talking about like when you press like down and
1: and a uh, uh, button No no they're not ones you assign they're just ones that you always have so like okay. if you if you dodge up or dodge down and press triangle you do
0: different kinds of kicks Gotcha. Yeah. For a second, I was like, Oh, does Cole not know you could reassign those? Nope. And like, the, the, I just didn't say anything about the whole episode. I feel like a real idiot. <laughs> no, um, but no. Okay. No,
1: th- th- that wasn't the case. However, I wouldn't blame you. I did not. I, I am the person who didn't realize you could
0: permanently upgrade your health. Yeah. So yeah. I can see where that would come from. True enough. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Zane says by contact. Uh, God Hand is probably the best game I've never played. I first heard the song Sunset Heroes on a video game music list on YouTube and became my pump-up music for the better part of a year. <laughs> I started watching the videos of the cutscenes and the gameplay, but I never actually got a hold of a copy to try it out myself. Uh, still, it looks like a truly creative and engaging game with a quirky sense of humor, and the wild, disparate reviews online tell me that it must be doing something right. Yeah. yeah that's a good point. Like, it, it is kind of like the best games are have a real huge critical non-consensus i guess Mm -hmm. you know like uh you're not going to find things that interesting usually that are universally lauded like they might be a good experience but they're not going to be something new usually yeah i started
1: doing a uh um a little bit of an experiment uh drawing uh so all the games we played for the show uh Mm -hmm. taking their download numbers and then mapping that against the metacritic score Hmm. yeah and just trying to see if there was like some kind of correlation and um the fact is no there is not because Metacritic is useless yeah <laughs> that's just in <laughs> yeah um, yeah I just yeah. like I, I went down this and I got like I got like 10 games in it's like wait a minute everything is falling within like 70 to 80 so
0: yeah so it, it's all you know yeah pretty meaningless and that might be different if we literally were like playing the imagine party babies and stuff like if we played every game that came out yeah like part of that is there's the common line that we're just choosing the stuff that yeah we try not to play things that are absolute trash Mm-hmm um but yeah the uh, metacritic is useful just for finding a place that links to a bunch of reviews oh yeah and just ignoring the actual aggregate score mm-hmm. like i will look up a game on there and just be like okay i want to see what these three yeah. sites thought of it
1: mm-hmm. and you know it's it's just like amazon you want to see stuff at the top and the bottom of the range
0: yeah right yep.
1: yeah um but play play this game zane <laughs> we really
0: yeah, recommend it it's it's it. really it's really easy to play mm-hmm. and even seeing all those cutscenes and stuff i don't think they ruin some of that surprise but the actual play is just uh, real top notch.
1: Here's what I think. Knowing that there is something like the masked gorilla will just benefit you because you will play the game anticipating when the masked gorilla shows up. And yeah. when it shows up, you'll be like, ha there it is. I recognize that. And you'll see a bunch of cool stuff on the way anyway. Yeah. Like it, it yeah, is that, a, that, we,
0: that we forgot about. Like there are little <laughs> goofy things that we just didn't mention because there are so many different little set pieces in this game.
1: Yeah. So Dennis Furia from the level writes in via the contact form. He's played this and loved it. Um he says, one of the most refreshing things about Godhand is how unabashedly silly it is. Most of the intentional humor falls flat, but it's just the right mix of campy and good nature to be charming, and I wind up laughing in spite of myself. I wish we saw it more often in games, but th- sorry, but then again, I'm not sure it's something you can intentionally replicate. The world needs more gorilla luchadors and mini morphin power rangers.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Yep. Yeah. Agreed on all points. Gimme camp. Um <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, give me him or give me just yeah, something that like uh, when you say that the, uh, unintentional, the intentional humor kind of falls flat, like mm-hmm. being on purpose bad isn't really a thing that most things can do. Mm-hmm. You know, like that doesn't really work. It's like when they're trying to actually be funny and then the things they do on the margins are what you respond to when you find something that's so bad. It's good. Yeah. Um, Robert says, via contact, uh, welcome to another episode of Challenge Accepted. Life's not hard enough edition. Um, after finishing the whole God of War series on the highest difficulty during the preparation for my final exams, I had to go big on this one. So what's perfect for the last two weeks of writing your master's thesis? Exactly. Uh, God kept smacking the shit out of me for the first two hours I played. I then went online and found some reviews and guides. Wait, you can turn around? Oh, that's what all the items I are I keep collecting are. With renewed vigor, I came back and got my ass handed to me. And just to end on a happy note, I finished my thesis and managed to hand it uh, in on the last possible date, after having beaten God Hand on the day before. Now I only need a job where I can put this on my resume. Priorities. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I hope yeah, that would be a wonderful world. Um, <laughs> even though they, they just real quick side note: Have you seen any of those people who do put that shit on their resumes?
1: Yeah, it's it's
0: horrible. Yeah, that that's hilarious. Yeah. Like that, that is so.
1: <laughs> Come on. Yeah, usually accompanied by meme speak.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's so that's so funny to me. Yeah. Um, the idea of a gaming resume <laughs> is just a. It's so it's like a Nintendo Power thing. Like mm-hmm. when you write in a Nintendo Power, it used to be like I beat this game with this score and this game and this game. Mm-hmm. Publish my letter, you know. Um, yeah, and it's just so so removed from. Can I can I tell you a brief but mortifying story? Yeah.
1: So I Uh-oh. was. <laughs> I don't know how mortifying. I think i'm I think i'm'm oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm leading too strong. Uh, it was it was right before second grade. and that summer I had discovered Final Fantasy II. all right mm-hmm. And uh, I was playing it. it's like, oh my gosh, this is my first RPG. It's you know, it's like a bunch of numbers and, you know, like, oh boy. And I was going in with my, with my family and my parents to meet my second grade teacher for, like, orientation and stuff, and, you know, they gave me the whole bullshit. Like, hey, uh, you know, this is going to be, uh, you know, you're gonna, you have, have to exercise a lot more responsibility, um, you know, here, like, with homework and, you know, carrying your lunch and whatever <laughs> sure and so i said oh that's okay i've been playing this game called final fantasy and it's kind of like a responsibility game (laughs) (laughs) precocious young cole (laughs) saying like in in, in my head what i was trying to say is oh there's this game where i have to make sure people don't die and there's like persistence as it goes through so you just have to keep track of them but i said it as final fantasy is a responsibility game
0: yeah hey guys (laughs) Don't worry. I got this. I got this. I kept
1: the gang alive.
0: I, I think that's probably as mortifying as you initially thought it was. Okay. When you, when you first said that and I said, oh, no, I was like, oh, cool. Put a video game thing on a resume. Nope. And this is, this is you know, it, at least you're younger. Like, it's not as mortifying because you were so young. But, like, that would have been, like, I don't know how to respond to that. You know, if, like, you and I traveled back in time or through your memories, like, in an eternal sunshine kind of thing. Yeah. And we're both standing there and watched, like, young Cole do that. Like, <laughs> that would be... It'd be a fun, fun experiment to see. <laughs>
1: and I think uh, they were just like, oh, this is a stupid kid saying something stupid.
0: It's yeah, <laughs> like especially when you don't know video games like Final Fantasy too mm-hmm. like those words don't mean anything together I know like it, it's just like this is nonsense yep <laughs> Gary um, I've played all the angles in my head I know Yeah, <laughs> as well as well you should it's just it's just like a great example of like and it you know you grew out of that when you're in second grade yeah. it's just like the lack of self awareness that comes with immersing yourself in gaming culture sometimes mm-hmm. yeah Um. Robert continues that's a great story though <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised I haven't heard that before Uh. Robert says by contact uh, I'm sure you'll talk about the IGN review controversy in the episode while searching for guides and reviews this was still the first one that popped up I read it. It, not knowing the shitstorm that it had spawned i'm happy that i played the game before and could judge it for myself i got the feeling that reviewing the game needs people who are on the record with saying dark souls is their favorite game <laughs> um i think the ign review still has the right to exist it just shows how unreliable ratings are i think the best reviews for newer games are written by rock paper shotgun as a tale of gamers playing games and just saying what's good and what's bad about it without giving a final judgment in numbers
1: yeah that's it's really just important to find people that you trust Honestly, like we talked about this in a live stream here recently and, you know, all of the all of the hoo-ha-ha about, you know, video games, journalism or whatever. It is a subjective art and it totally has a right to exist. It is a bummer that somebody probably read that and was swayed away from playing something that they might have liked. Yeah. You know, that's that that, that's the way that I feel about that.
0: Yeah, it is okay for people to, you know, obviously to dislike things that I like. Mm -hmm. It's just like there. I think the reason why that review struck such a chord is because it's so dismissive. Mm hmm. Like it's not even like you could be like, "Hey, this game tries a bunch of neat stuff, but man, does it fail at it?" Mm-hmm. But it shows a lack of understanding, and I think that's why people got on that guy's case. Yeah, so hard about it. Yeah, oh.
1: no. I I don't know anything about the about the um like blowback that he got for that. Is there anything you can reveal? I I don't know. Oh,
0: okay, I just I just I just read the review, but I didn't. Uh, I, yeah. and I knew it's kind of an infamous you Know bad review, yeah, but even that happened to him now. Like, what's it recently? Like, Jim Sterling reviewed something and he was like, yeah. This is stupid, and it was actually great. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember what it was, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, my like, my, 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 my like watermark for that is, How angry will people get at Jeff Gersman for giving something an 8.8? Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was just, I'm sorry to interrupt you, it was Ali Ali. Oh, uh, like, he, like, he really hated Ali Ali, and it's like, No, that game's great, buddy, like, it's hard. <laughs> But it's really, really good. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: I like your discussion of that on Comrade.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. It's a great game. Like, I, I want to put more time into it again after Portland for Gaming Expo. Yep. So,
1: <sighs> man, like, uh, you're so when you hear this, that is over with. Yeah. Um, and as we record it, it is, it is still in front of us. I am, I am anticipating it, you know, greatly because I love, you know, seeing all these people and, you know, just watching how the experience changes every year. There's so much that goes into it, not to be like a poor, woe is us kind of guy, but like, they're yeah. like, like when we say we're stressed, it's like, oh yeah, like this is just not something we're usually dealing with.
0: Yeah. And then just to put a precedent, if anybody assassinates us during that panel, uh, we <laughs> knew about it. And, uh, so the police find this podcast. Whoever you suspect did it. Yeah. There's a locker at the train station. Yep. Justice will be served. (laughs) Don't assassinate us at the line. Please don't. (laughs) We just want to like give you a button and like say hi to you. Yeah. Yeah. We're just going to talk like we're just going to be bad at Street Fighter and talk about being bad at Street Fighter for 45 minutes. Like give us a break. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Oh. I
0: don't know who this this person is. I imagine in my head that I'm talking to. (laughs) (laughs) It's like
1: like Kevin Spacey from seven.
0: Yeah. just, Just like. Uh, he hears us say, I don't know, guy's a little bit overpowered. He just vomits. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh, just like it's some insane Half-Life fan. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just like somebody wearing a Game New Old hoodie <laughs> with just his face on it. This <laughs> just sips up. six sim for Half-Life. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, man. It's
1: a good thing you said that after the show.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Sure. Diego writes him via the contact form saying... <clears throat> God Hand is one of my favorite games of all time, and it's a shame that it didn't get much attention when it first released. What are your favorite uh, favorite roulette moves? I'm partial to the 100 Fist and Shaolin Burst myself. Here's a, here's a neat observation. I uh, The ending theme is a parody of the 70s Mars, uh, Mazinger Z theme, um, and it even has a shout-out to it in the God or Demon line. Thanks for the podcast, and I'm so glad you enjoyed the game, even though I thought gold and silver, silver would scare you off.
0: It didn't, did not quite scare us off. Nope yeah i do i don't know what 70s mazingers he is uh, look, on the show, it's like a, I, it's an anime okay yeah i had no idea yeah um yeah i uh, i like the um the hundred fists i used i use the uh, one inch punch mm-hmm. and the dolphin or the uh, crescent kick a lot yeah um i actually was really partial to baseball themed ones oh that was great i forgot about that i did end up using those as well yeah uh, the home run king one is great which again, um, the heightened culture that's
1: here, Japan, they love their baseball.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, which, I, and, and, lest anyone think that I am, you know, just bragging on wrestling, I don't really understand the be- appeal <laughs> of baseball either. Um,
1: <laughs> it's fun to go to a
0: baseball game. It, 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 it like can be fun. I think that I, when I was younger, I went. I think if I went when I was older, I might get bored. Mm. Like, I just haven't been in a long time. I wonder if I would, if I would dig it now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the process is replacing bored with drunk.
0: <laughs> yeah I guess, I guess that's true and that's that's really how you get over anything that's boring yep yeah I yeah know. yeah but, uh, that's unhealthy yeah. um yeah thank you diego yeah. um really appreciate it and we appreciate everybody who wrote in yeah um there's still plenty of time to talk to us about what you think about the resident evil remake yeah
1: uh, you can do that at uh duckfeet.tv slash contact. Just select watch out for fireballs from the uh, from the drop down menu and that goes to us. Uh, we're really excited to talk about that, and I'm really excited to hear if other people like it as much as I do. And if you don't yeah. like it, go ahead and write in. And I will just Yeah,
0: and don't assassinate us. Yeah, please. Six Emperor Resident Evil. The, um... <laughs> Six Emperor Umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> the, what? <laughs> Nobody's on umbrella side. <laughs> but they made Aqua Cure in Resident Evil 3. Yeah. Remember that weird part of Resident Evil 3 where they're showing the <laughs> products from Resident Evil that don't kill people. Yep. <laughs> the, yeah. Like the, the, the consumer,
1: like this is just Procter and Gamble.
0: Yeah. Aqua cure. Um, <laughs> yeah. So thanks John, yeah. And so, thanks so much water. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just the cure for dehydration. Yep. Um, I got like a sports bottle or a third grade coach. Um, yeah. So thanks everybody. And uh, we've been recording for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, all the things to do. Patreon, iTunes, Duck Feed and deleted scenes. Bye. <laughs> Hello. Gotta go drain the piss sack. Drained it up. Drained it up. six. How, how crass. That is crass. Yeah. Well, I apologize for that. I, I mean,
1: don't. in civilized society, we say, "I gotta go bleed the hog."
0: Yeah. Ble- <laughs> oh. How are you today? I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Um, little sleepy. The uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been a bad. Twenty-four hours for GamerGate nonsense. Yeah, Brianna Koo. Yeah, Brianna Koo, I think. Yeah, yeah. So that sucks. And then uh, the Polygon weekend editors being a real shithead about it because kind of the the theming last night was you know hey people should be reporting on this yeah probably saw Frank Cifaldi's thing I I retweeted that yeah and the um, Owen Good did a whole you know you guys deserve each other I'm I'm done with I'm blocking everybody. Thing which is pretty problematic, yeah, for many reasons. Um, and he's taking a lot of shit for it because he should, yeah. And it sucks that there's no, uh, you know, nobody in a position of power is willing to, you know, like they're equating their annoyance, yeah, with actual problems. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I don't like that's the thing that I keep seeing that's really annoying, it's just like it's like every is this whole thing so stupid and complicated. <laughs> you know, like like it's, it's so, it's so annoying. Uh, that's not very, that's, yeah, that's not a very strong. I mean. Strong argument.
1: No. Like, oh boy, I might have to do something. Yeah.
0: Yeah, totally. Like that, that's your job as a editor for like a major gaming publication. Yeah. You know, and just, and just the idea that like, you know, the whole thing is just drama. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't like all of you people. You know, just people just being dramatic. Well, no, that's that's not really what's going on, and it's I don't know. Yeah, it's stupid. People are disappointing. Yeah, like I don't, I'm not a. Cute, I don't. There are any real video game sites that I follow. Like that just not doesn't fit into my lifestyle so much. So yeah. like I don't. Yeah. I have a general idea of Polygon as being you know generally like pretty right thinking and good, but I don't. Mm. I'm not very familiar with them. Yeah, um, but it's disappointing because you know you don't you don't expect that kind of thing from. Yeah. You know, well, people who have that kind of reputation.
1: Yeah. Well, it's 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 a crazy equivalency to draw, like between okay, somebody is being a dipshit on the internet. Okay, yeah, that's annoying. Whatever. But like a developer having to leave their house because somebody posted their address. Yeah. Like, like like the if there is a line, it you know it goes somewhere between those two.
0: Yeah, and, it's definitely been crossed. Yeah. Like if if you're going to draw some kind of some kind of line. Yeah. So he also made this right girl snarky comment about his safe space being violated, which is just uh, like that's just oh, I'm using the language of people who you know, are actually kind of oppressed yeah. to mock them. Like it just it's really unfortunate and gross. And you can you can see what happens. Like what it is is he felt attacked and then just doubled down because that's mm-hmm. what people do.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, like we don't live in a, a culture where people can apologize or back down mm-hmm. for anything. So like escalation is the only option yeah for anything especially over Twitter but like even just in general like nobody just says you know what that was a shitty thing to say yep like that's I've never seen that so like he just doubled down on it and that's like that's a real that's a monstrous thing to do like that, mm-hmm. that's that's awful yeah. you know like you're not you're not getting uh, uh people are not you know sending sending nude pictures of you or threatening to like rape you with rebars you yeah. know like the, your safe space you're safe yeah you know you, you don't need it one oh, good yeah um so it's uh, just it's frustrating
1: yeah K- casey Liss on the xnl tech podcast had like a great like you know just you know statement about that which is kind of leading to what you said which is like he 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 mentioned something about it like on twitter because people were saying you know like oh well you guys talk about this kind of stuff with developers all the time do you have any kind of do you have any kind of thought about it and he said well you know what not really And he got annoyed by people saying, well, you know, maybe like reconsider this, you know, and it might have been phrased a little aggressively, but he, instead of doing what, you know, this Polygon guy did and saying, you know, doubling down on that, he paused and said for a second, all right, I kind of feel like people are giving me shit for this. and. Uh, this isn't one one thousandth of a percent of what these other of what these women and the people who are kind of allied with them are going through you know this this is exactly like what what, like what i'm feeling in in a bout of empathy like this is exactly what people are telling me to fight against so yeah
0: yeah you know like that would be a good way to respond to that
1: yeah like just it's just
0: and it's super just human basic self-awareness yeah you know, like that. Like people throw that checker privilege line around as a joke, but like it actually is a thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the fact, like if I'm discomforted, you know, I should think about what that mm-hmm. means in the context of the world, not just mm-hmm. what it means in yeah. the context of myself.
1: Yeah. Not, not just you know, re- retreat. You know, retreat in and attack outward. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. But yeah, it was so super shitty, and he's getting a lot of shit about it, and this is all in the wake of that escapist thing, which was super shitty, and just it's a, it's you know. It's a bad time. So, it's a so, bad time to be interested in games. It's a, it's a little bit difficult. So
1: I, I see those Storify things put out, and I, I think that the expectation is, you know, that there that, that there is more context within those tweets and the chat logs than than is actually put out. So the Escapist thing was an, a writer for the Escapist was looking for kind of like, oh, let's get some developers' opinions, and pretty much every everybody that he uh, got, he sourced them from four chan and eight chan and shit.
0: Yes. Okay. And and the a couple one of them specifically um, I cannot remember the name of the specific shithead um, was pretty inflammatory mm-hmm. in the thing specifically. So it was already pretty problematic. And there's all kinds of like um, you know they they, they talked to some some female devs and stuff and like you even down to like the um, did you see the thing on there where like down to the the graphic design for it yeah where like the you know we talked to some lady devs and it's like this dark black. <laughs> you know keyboard and then it's like we talk to you know we talk to developers and it's all dudes and it's just, like shining white light from heaven mm-hmm. coming from a keyboard like it's just crazy yeah yeah like when it's like once you start noticing this stuff it just you know any kind of it's it, it's weird it is like almost a curse like any amount of awareness of like this stuff because it's, it becomes impossible not yeah. to to see yeah um well it's called sensitivity <laughs> yeah, exactly and it's just it's 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 interesting yeah um, so, so that's, that's essentially what they did. And then just, were not, you know, like it's kind of the, the guy, um, I can't remember the name, the escapist editor was while not, you know, being great, like was being better than the no one good is being no only good. Just doubling down on shithead town. Yeah. But the, uh, yeah, they, they got called out on it pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, uh, well, there was another thing, like none of the female developers wanted to have their names attached to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which uh. says everything
0: yeah totally which like yeah that totally makes sense of course they don't yeah because we know what happens there yeah so it's just it's just fucking like on on any number of levels is it just like frustrating and infuriating mm-hmm. um yeah i also like realized like and i don't want to ask any of the gamergate dudes because i've i've used the, the hashtag a couple times i'm bitching on twitter and had uh people engage me and usually it's pretty respectful because i have a penis and the uh like what? I don't understand what it is that they think. Like if there's this conspiracy mm-hmm. of among um, you know the social justice warriors and stuff. Like what is their goal and what is their motivation? Right. You know, like there's a big, huge blank for me about that. That just like and it, there isn't anything there. It is just this vague idea of just like corruption yeah. in general that well, they're fighting. But like, what would be the what would be the like? It it's just it is beyond belief the idea that somebody like actually wants to, you know, all you know we need to get rid of call of duty and make all games indie or what have you. Yeah. Like it's, it's just, it's ludicrous, mm-hmm. you know? So it just, it's so weird to me that somebody would actually believe that. Like I, it, it has the markings of somebody who is like going full steam ahead without ever asking like anything about the assumptions they're making.
1: Well, why does Obama want everybody to get Ebola and Benghazi?
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like it's Exactly. It's conspiracy theorizing, which like yeah. conspiracies aren't true. <laughs> like for, you know, 99% of the time, mm-hmm
1: yeah there's and, not a conspiracy and the actual conspiracy is so much more mundane than you than you
0: think yeah
1: well, you know which is like oh there, you know there's just a lot of graft and the military industrial complex etc cetera, etc cetera.
0: exactly yeah like if, if it's not about money mm-hmm. then it's there's not a conspiracy yeah and you know. none of the people who are any of these indie game people like make money right you know, like yep. I know several of them, like they are not rich mm-hmm. people. This is not a way to get rich.
1: Zoe Quinn like crashes
0: on people's couches. Yeah. You know, totally. Like, th- yeah, this is this is not a way to get money. <laughs> right. You know, um, well, there's also
1: the, the like there's there's also the conspiracy theory fallacy of this person is both uh, mastermind and incompetent. It's like, yeah. oh, those evil feminists, but then also lull stupid women.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know? Like it just it, it goes on and on. Yeah, uh, it's just very I mean this is this is not news or anything. No. It's just been it's been in the news and has been particularly intense mm-hmm. the last uh, you know, 12 16 hours. Yeah. So I'll, I'll
1: be curious if she if she shows up on isometric again or, you know, I hope she does. Like, you know, her going silent would be the would be the thing that would you know, serving their goals, but like the, her and uh, Georgia Dow on, on that show that like their commentary specifically about Gamergate and the way this has affected them and, you know, the people around them, it's, it was, it was really affecting. And I, mm-hmm. I kind of am wondering if I even want to listen to that episode actually, because yeah. I kind of, you know, to, to hear a firsthand testimonial, testimonial of this.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's intense. Yeah. You know, but then there's such a, a market difference between like checking out for mental health versus, mm-hmm checking out because I just can't handle all the drama. Yep. You know, like that, that's a total different, Mm. different thing. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. How are things going in general?
1: Oh, they're going. Okay. I'm real. Like, just kind of like worn down a little bit. Um, yeah. Which we talked about a little bit before, but, um, you know, just getting, getting everything ready for, uh, for this coming weekend. Um, cleaning mostly for therapy purposes. I, uh, (laughs) I broke down and I got something I've 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 been intending to get for a couple of years just because it's been getting worse and worse. But um, mm-hmm. a uh, seasonal affective disorder light. No. Oh. Yeah. Huh. I figure <laughs> I it, I've I've noticed the pattern enough that it is worth the seventy dollars to me to see if this works. And even if it is a placebo, a placebo implies that it works. So yeah. You know I will. So I'm sitting here with a blue light shining on the side of my face. Huh.
0: Yeah. Is it is it a pleasant light?
1: yeah it is a it is it is a, a daylight adjust it's like a it's a phillips one it's about like five five by seven inches just a little panel yeah hmm. I don't know.
0: cool i read I hope that works him. out yeah me too <laughs> if i can even this out you know yeah yeah
1: that'll be that'll be nice but yeah. um yeah
0: yeah i do my best to avoid the sun even <laughs> at the, the best of times yeah. i'm lucky that i i'm happy that i i don't suffer from from that yeah but I don't know.
1: I, yeah. I just, especially like here these past couple of weeks, it's really just kind of like, dot, you know, the, the 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 light has really been low, and I've just felt like just garbage. Yeah. And so you know, that might be that might be something. Yeah. If I not, can it return. works. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully that works. Oh man. <sighs> um. Yeah. So
0: I don't know yeah i, I just
1: okay. i just barely followed that uh that Gamergate stuff because i knew I, I saw that it involved brianna it was like yeah man this is gonna suck
0: yeah it's a real bummy yeah. it's a real it's a real bummy it's really it's, it's a bummy stummy <laughs> it's it's a bummy stum